Yes, yes, yes. What up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, and reviews at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Hello, people. Hello. What movie do we have for them today? So the movie we got today is called Kate. Uh, this is a movie, a Netflix movie. Um, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's it's okay. So the premise is similar to something like, like uh, um, what's the one with uh, um? Oh, why am I blanking on his name? Anyways, basically the so premise is that this this one this assassin, um, is basically given some kind of poison that's going to kill her within like 24 hours. So apparently she takes it upon herself to use this last 24 hours to basically find out who, you know, put this in place and kill them. So the main actress is Mary Elizabeth um, uh, Winstead, which uh, also uh, has played um, the Huntress. Yeah. And, um, and she was Ramona. And Scott Pilgrim's versus That's the correct too. I, I don't know why I blank out on that one, <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, so. And then you have uh, another standing character, which is Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So, yeah, this whole movie is based in Japan, and obviously, I mean the Japan the Japanese reference in the movie is, is strong. Very like, indicated, yeah. Like, well, not just the fact that it, like in my head, I'm like, I get that they're in Japan, but it's almost like it. I don't know how to explain it. It feels like it's to Japan. Like it just feels like they were showing. It was like, very, it was like, just thrown in your face. Like yeah, but it was like very very neon Japan. Like yeah, like no, I don't think they they took from from the aesthetics of the movie. Yeah, it it gave me like very neo futuristic neon Japan, but set in twenty twenty one. No, no, like, I get and like the, co- like, I like color the color palette. I love the color palette. Like don't get me wrong, I love that kind of new, new neo noir. Yeah, look in movies, it was just. How do I put this? I mean, because again, I know it was Japan, but in my head, I'm like, I felt like the Japanese references were too were, much. At some time, at some points, I felt like it was, dude, they were they're in Japan. It's this place, but it just feels like they were just taking everything that most most U.S. know as being Japanese and just kind of like throwing it out every five seconds. Either way, yeah. I put like this. I felt like not even uh, Tokyo Drift had that much. Had, didn't have that many references like that. When it comes to where they're at, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. But and and it all didn't really become apparent up until she found out she was po- as far as it didn't really actually become a thing until she got poisoned until she figured out she was poisoned. Yeah, like uh, before that, it was like a normal, just a normal whatever movie or at a normal setting, and then all of a sudden it became crank. Yeah, it's super. Yeah, <laughs> neon colors everywhere. You know, all the characters, everything like that. Anime played that was I like that, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, what is that like? They just happen to be an- random anime movies playing in the background. background yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow. Anyways. Um, so let's see. So the just so this is spoiler full, so let's get into it. Um, so, it op- I feel, so it opens up with her in the middle of a job. And she is reluct- rele- uh, she's reluctant to shoot the target because there was a child on site. Yes. Which supposedly that was their one rule that they didn't. No, no children. Exactly. So, so here's my thing on that, and this, and this was caused it more when it's like later in the movie when she they showed her her training. Mm-hmm. So it's been that she's been a killer since she was a teenager, super not teenager. even teenager. It was young. young like young. they were training her, but they didn't put on her to her first test. So she was like probably like twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah. So, 
my thought process was like, if you've been doing this since you were 13 and you've been doing this for like 10, she was like, looks like she's in her mid twenties at this point. So you're doing it for at least 10 years, 10 plus years. I'm I'm like, I thought you would be ruthless. You don't have no emotional. Again, the one, remember they said this was the rule. Yeah. So what that's, that's the thing that that gets me because that's okay. So there's another thing that kind of opens up another question, which was, okay. So Woody Harrelson trained her. Yeah. Right. That and then you know, you know we find out. We, I'll get into the, the end about Woody Harrelson later. But Woody Harrelson trained her, and then the voice on the phone was one who told her to take the shot. shot. Um, and she, when she went back to Woody Harrelson, they said this was our one rule. So, I mean, that's why that's what I was confused on because that means Woody Harrelson put that rule in place, put that rule to her. So it had nothing to do. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he could have easily just. Push that rule away and not, you know, not made that a thing. Where it's like, yeah. dude, just it's okay, just kill, kill whenever. I mean, but he didn't. He just like he told he embedded that rule into her. So that was something that was taught to her. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand that. Being so that's rule. why she could have been I a ruthless killer, but she was always taught. No, I understand that was a rule. I understand that if, they, mm. if that's a rule, that's fine. But it felt like when they fast forward like ten months later, she was like super still emotionally affected by it. Yeah. So I'm like. Just keep it like being that's your job. And you're like, why did we break this rule? Like, but not be emotionally affected by it by 10, 10 months later. I feel like she being that she's it's like a risk repeat for her that killing anybody with no remorse and no thought process other than that. Breaking well, that then, one the rule. only question, the only reason that they she was able to do it without remorse or without anything was because everybody she killed was in her mind, this bad guy, like yeah. bad person. So she killed mobsters and stuff like that. And then. She put a human face more more than anything is to to the person death, which was a little girl. Yeah, the affected, that was the, part, the, the affected person. That was the affected part. So, um, okay, but here again, this opens up just to open up the question right off the bat. Who was the voice? And the thing is, if Woody Harrelson was the one that taught her, trained her, and apparently it became more apparent where apparently he. Uh, the no kid rule might make sense because he said that because apparently what he did was he killed her family and then trained her and then took her as his own chit, uh, assassin to train her. Um, so that's where the that's it seems like that's where the no kid thing. But then if he's the one that trains her and he was the one that was running everything, apparently he was associated with the the reason she got you know spoiler full she was the re- you know the reason he got poisoned. Then who's the girl? Who's the lady's voice? Like, yeah, who's if the he's operator? running everything, he seems who's, like he's running all the operations. Unless he's going against some type of entity above them, and he decided to go rogue and do this thing on his own, that would have been I, I w- that would have been an interesting story. But I felt like that should have been more apparent that he kind of went rogue on his own against yeah. an organization. They never really went into the organization. That voice was the only time that you felt that it was based like a different on operator. That exactly. Was handling it. Yeah. Situation. So, and then, because again, he was making it seem like he was, that was above his pay grade. Um, so I don't know, something about it. Like, I wish it was, uh, it was uh, like, and he seemed, like I said, if he was going rogue, that'd be more interesting, but I don't know if he was going rogue or what. Maybe that was his whole plan all along. Cause he said, it goes once, if, if she doesn't do it, she's terminated or if, if, if she, she leaves, she's, she, she's terminated. So I guess that if I said, if I know. <laughs> so, all right. So another thing I have a thing, a, a thing with this movie is the fight, the fight scene. Oh yeah. I was going to say that it was very clunky. 
Yes. It reminded me of uh, the last uh, John Wick. Not most of the John Wick, just the last fight scene of the last John Wick, where he obviously he was fighting really well-known fighters. Yeah. And it felt, because their fight scenes, I don't know, it's something about the fight scenes, they just, they seem very clunky. Like, everybody slowed down to be like, to to keep up with the, the choreography. And that's either, where I was like, either, and it's weird because she's a young, she's a young actress. She should be at a top speed. She'd be at her best. So I blame, I feel like I want to blame the, I, I, the I training, feel, not the training the whoever the choreographer was. Yeah. Cause the choreographer is the one that trains you to do. Well, then I say, cause I don't want to say training because I felt that she was faster in birds of prey. No, that's what I'm saying is the person that trained her for the choreography. Yeah. The choreography. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm falling onto. I, I'm not saying that her physical abilities Attributes or maybe the filming. I don't know. Maybe sometimes they film scenes like that a little faster and then slow it down. Oh, like maybe they. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they filmed it at a, at a speed that uh, made it seem like showed you how it really looked. Yeah. And maybe but, most movies that we watch that seem like flawless is more. It's faster, so that seems like yeah, I don't know. I just because here's the thing: there's a lot of movies that when they do fight scenes and it's very close combat. They do a lot of cutscenes in between to well, show that they didn't do cutscenes. No, but no, if you're gonna, yeah, yeah, that's what they like. Like, uh, who who was one that like a lot of um, I don't want to say John Wick, but it was, there was one like Jet Li. Some of the Jet Li movies, later movies. This is later in in his career mm-hmm. that when they were doing cutscenes, they would do like he'll throw a punch block and they'll cut to like another kick, and then they have movies that have longer dragged out like John Wick's. Fight scenes that they're a little bit more drawn out that you get to see the full spectrum of every, all the movements that are happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what I felt, all right, so this is how I felt. I felt that she came in and whoever choreographed it, who did the fight choreography, made it look like a 1990s fight scene, meaning that they looked like they were indestructible until the end, until they got finally hurt by something. Because there was fight scenes that she was like throwing punches and like nothing was affecting her by it. And and we we talked about that with Shang Chi on last week's is that his four, fight choreographer in the bus scene, even though some places were long, there were other shortcuts in the middle. You could see that there was a cause and effect, or there was a balance. Like if you threw a punch and he blocked it, or if you got hit, he got affected, he got dragged back a little bit. Like there was a cause and effect to everything that he did that pulled or pushed or pushed or pulled the the body into where it needs to go to. But her when she did the fight scenes, like. There was time she was throwing a kick or a punch that they threw back, and she like it felt like she was none affected by it. See, but okay, I would be okay with that. It, like I liked certain parts of the movie just because I was gonna say was that the it didn't if she wasn't she, I didn't feel like she was indestructible because most of the stuff that happened like the big fight scenes where she fought a bunch of people happened at the right at the beginning versus at the end. She was more shooting everybody. Yeah. Um. Because she couldn't take a punch at that point. Because remember, the the hardest fight apparently was with, um, one of the boyfriends of one of the mob guys. Yeah. And even though this guy looked like he was a killer, you know, I, I before she took on a bunch of people and she only took on this one and it's been difficult. But I like that because, dude, it, that's one thing I liked about this movie versus that fight scene was pretty. That was good. That was good. I, that but, was most. That was the most enjoyable fight scene throughout the whole movie. But the reason I think that, that I like the progression of where the fights and stuff like that was is because they would show her like she looked like she was getting messed up yeah. because her whatever is killing her is killing her for real. 
like unlike Crank and all these other movies, the people look like they're normal throughout the entire movie. Yeah. No, this one you could tell like whatever's killing her is literally destroying her body. Like, you can see the the, the, veins. the scars, the veins, and everything like, and then the blood in the eye, like all these different like it's fucking her up. Sorry. Um, and I felt that I felt her pain, and I like that. And I felt that at the end, it was less about her being able to just go ahead and and be able to kick everybody because she wasn't really kicking ass at the end. No, because she couldn't. She was mostly just shooting everybody because that's what she was able to do. That's why I'm happy the movie did the progression it did. Um, but you, but that one, I guess for me, the one fight scene that bothered me, like the one scene I think that they could have filmed better. They might have been clunky here and there, but the one fight scene they could have filmed better was the one in the restaurant. Oh, yes. That was so clunky. I'm just like, I felt like people were just slowing down to like catch up to the, okay, you're going to catch this. You're gonna do it, was, this. it was like a dance. That's what it felt like. Yeah, like they, and that's if they would have shot that scene better, the other stuff would have been not as noticeable. Yeah. But that scene combined with everything else was like, okay, what's up with the, the choreography? Which is sad because the movie loved the colors, loved the filming, the acting was decent. Um... The storyline was interesting. So the choreography, what was that took you out of the story? Yeah. And that's what sucks. Like, that's the out of all the things that really shouldn't take you out of a story, it shouldn't be the choreography. And I don't think anybody there was not fit for the role, fit for doing the role. Everybody was. Yeah. I mean, especially her, because I've we've seen her do it. So we've seen her doing it. She's trying to be this action hero, like female action hero type person. She, she should put, be able to do it. She, she's able to. That's but that's the thing. And, and that's and that's a fall, like you say, it all falls down to whoever did the choreography. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So I don't know if they were limiting their their um, movements or how they were doing it based on any, if they, I don't know if that anything on site hindered her ability to move the way that they needed her to. Yeah, I mean, maybe they did some adjustments. We, we don't know what I mean, happened. Funny, if they wanted to make it that ability, fine. But that's fine. But... Like if you wanted to make it seem like well she's hurt so she can't move as fast, that's fine. But then it's unrealistic. Then it's unrealistic that she's able to defeat all these people. Yeah, you know, in that way. So find another way to show while she cannot move the way she can, she's still able to it's keep up cute. and do stuff. Yeah. Like make her the Jackie Chan version where she's just kind of bumbling but still of still surviving. Yeah, like I love that too. Like uh, like a uh, 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 kind of like uh, Bruce Willis in in Die Hard, where it's like he's yeah. not the best. Uh, person like he's not like the super soldier, he just seems happens to survive all this stuff. He's a normal man. That's <laughs> yeah, like he's doing. You know, he's not doing anything supernatural. He just yeah, he's like the everyday man that's trying to survive. Yeah, and but he just seem, he just seems to survive. I like that too. Like you don't always have to show the hero as somebody who is like indestructible. Indestructible. They could like just be lucky. Like <laughs> like all his movies. Like, but I'm saying you could just be lucky. Where it's like you get like you get you into barely somebody make else, it. you barely make it, but you make it. Yeah. Like you just happen to have that one scene where they drop the gun, cl- the gun gets jammed, and you shoot him. Or which <laughs> there was a scene in this movie that got me laughing. So there's a scene where she's like pinned with somebody on top of her, and this other guy sh- comes up to her with a shotgun. Oh yes! And they both run out of bullets at the same time, so they both try to reload. She stopped. Huh? She stopped. No, no, it's not that they, she stopped. Here's the thing that got me about that scene. It wasn't like they were across the room from each other and they were doing this. No, they were basically right next to each other, and she was pinned to the ground. He could have hit her with the with the the, the shotgun he had and try to kill her that way. That or and it's weird that he didn't have a backup hand a handgun or a knife or something. 
Either way, he could have physically just attacked her while she's trying to load the gun because obviously she can't load the gun. Yeah. And she's physically impaired. But no, they both try to reload the gun so you could do it faster. And I'm just like, are you are you kidding me? Yeah, but you're even, right there. Like, but he's even in right that, on the floor. And even in that scene, too, mm-hmm. it was uh, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. Is that she stopped or she slowed down for to let him catch up? Did she? Yeah, she was like this, and she was like, like it looked like she was taking her sweet ass like time. Trying to figure, trying that's to figure. What, you know, that's the other thing I thought was funny was that she picked up a random gun and she made a, a kind of like makeshift uh, sl- sl- um, uh, silencer. Yeah, and the in my head, I'm like, why is she like? I feel like it's weird that she's holding onto this gun for as long as she did because I'm like. Pick up another gun. That gun yeah, seems to be like crap. Let's pick up another <laughs> one. But then again, too, I was thinking about um, I was when we were watching. I was really realizing in Japan, one, the fact that you have a gun at all is almost is difficult as hell. Yeah. So the fact that there were that many guns available was just ridiculous. So like, or, or like impossibles, or or you know, it's just funny because I'm like, maybe that's why she held onto the gun as long as she did because it's like, it's hard to get the. <laughs> I don't know. There was to just get a, another gun. Yeah, there was a couple of questionable scenes, but otherwise, again, the movie was decent. I I, I enjoyed it. I think it was a good story. Loved the one, colors and neon noir of it. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this is it only lasted like probably like a minute. Mm-hmm. Was when um the main head of the yakuza clan mm-hmm. uh fights his his I think is his nephew. No, it was his 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 uh his, not brother. His number two. His number two to take the spot. So they did it old, uh, samurai swords fight, and he was like, "You're old. You don't know what it is. You're out of it." And he just fucking within two swipes fucking chops his head off. Well, that was that. That was funny. Was uh when the guy goes, "Dude, we're not old yakuza. This we're we're businessmen. Yeah, we're not samurai. Like I don't know what you think you're gonna do here, or whatever." And he goes like, "Oh, okay, okay." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right. All right. All right. he cut off his own armband. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's do so here's my question. All right, here's another question for you. And, mm. and this is this is one that has been repeated in a lot of movies. And at like, so the relationship between Kate and Ani, yeah, it's it was almost like the one the same with like, um, what's his name, uh, Crimson's worth an extraction that that they have to. Uh, like one kid that wants to try to get away, but then ends up being their ally. So, like, how do you feel about when movies do that? Like, instead of extraction. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you were supposed to kill the kid, I think. Yeah, she was not supposed to kill her, but she was trying to use her as bait to lure to get to the mm-hmm. head boss. But like an extraction, he was supposed to like he was he was trying to save him, whatever. Like, and and I don't know how in. Because it felt like it, this only lasted within a couple day, a couple hours. Because this was because she was supposed to last, last die within twenty four hours. Actually, it was like the movie's weird because uh, it says twenty four hours, but then I think in the uh, the trailer it makes it seem like it was fourteen hours, something like that. Some crazy number, but yeah. it did not seem like it went past that night. Everything seemed like it all happened oh, the one same day, night. yeah, one day, one night, yeah. and and I'm like, how can you create a dynamic relationship? With the, I don't know, is well, it because it's circumstantial of what the situ- life or death? situation that they're in? Well, not, you know, it's life and death. And also, like, the fact that this girl seems like she was, she had no real, she had nobody in her life. Yeah. I'm trying to see, like, I, I. Remember, I, I, he killed off her father and 
you know, now she has to live with these security guards. And then apparently nobody, nobody in the people that protect her treat her well because apparently she had a, she had a, her mother was, was, uh, was American. Yeah. So she was shunned by her own people. So I'm guessing, like I said, she probably feels like she has absolutely nobody. So you get this one person here who seems like they're protecting you um, versus everybody else. So you're like, you build an instant relationship because this is a person that you need gravitate to. Yeah. yeah. And then she, she emulated because she's like, Oh, well, you're such a badass. I want to be like a badass like her. Yeah. Um, although I, I was waiting for that ball to drop where she finds out that. That she was the killer. Yeah. I was waiting for that. I was, I was going to see, I know that was going to come out dramatic. I just wanted to see how it came out, especially because she was like loving her so much. Yeah. She was praising her. Yeah. So it was interesting how that was going to come up. Um, I did like how it ha- actually. I loved all that, like how it happened. I love that she shot her and instantly like regretted it. Like, yeah, she got her revenge instantly and just instantly like, wait, this is not what I wanted. And then, but then you know what I liked about mm-hmm. that whole scene that when she was finding out, then you feel realize, and then I'm like, oh, not only is Woody Harrelson character, I guess, the big bad overall spectrum, but he breeds them. He breeds yeah. him from he he. I guess he finds a target and he knows what he could do and see. I well, don't know. I think he just takes a vagal opportunity. Like, I think when he first killed uh, Kate's uh, parents, he realized, oh, he doesn't like see. He doesn't see it as a lost opportunity. He's like, well, I could just train her. Yeah. So then he just starts to train her as his own thing, and then he saw the same opportunity with uh, with the girl. Well, is like, but then again, too, I don't know if that was his intention also because he's just sharing all this information with her in front of her without. Yeah. Where, like, afterwards, it was sharing all this information, like, like showing you, like, that she really wasn't the villain, that, you know, all this stuff, like, she was poisoned. It, w- it would have been... All right, so here's, this is one of my idea because mm. at the end, Ani goes... I think they were going to kill Anna, Anya. Ani? Uh, Ani, I think they were going to kill her. I, I didn't think so. I think so. I would have... I, I that might... That's my... That would have been my twist, mm-hmm. that... That, um... You thought that she was going to be trained by this guy, but then like, again, I think ultimately it was going to get killed because if you were going to train her, you shouldn't have introduced it to your grandfather's, this guy who she knows is a, like was basically trying to get her killed. Yeah. Um, because but, then she's not going to trust you. Yeah, but that's my thing. That's that it would have been, I would have liked that to be the ending mm. or that twist that, that regardless if she felt bad that she shot Kate, that at the end, she ultimately kills Kate. Like, she shot, she shoots her again, kills her, and just stays with Woody Hellish's character. You wanted that to be the end? I wanted that to be the end. Nah, I would not have been. I wouldn't like that ending, especially because, you, you know. You wouldn't like that. No, I, I would have loved it. I would have hated that ending. No, but I did like. Like he, like they, no, like, like the villain came, always, like at this one, the villain wins automatically, regardless. No, no, it's not, it's not that the villain wins. I just don't like that way of winning because I don't like one. I didn't think that was going to happen, but two, I, I love that was going to happen, but I wanted to happen. I want, I love the fact that she became like she broke down. Like, I think that was what I liked about even the, the remote acting of any of the movie was that part where she just broke down. All the stuff that she's been feeling, all the regret that she's been having. Yeah. Everything came out in one instant where she's like apologizing to this girl. For everything she's done. Like just begging for her forgiveness. Like, because most times when they, when movies handle that, it's like, hey, I know, you know, what happened. I, I hate it. For, like, they, they try to speak in such a rational form when they're trying to apologize for what happened. Yeah. 
But in this case, no, she broke down. She like, she was so remorseful of what happened. So I like that it came down like that. I like that she, you know, she brought more feeling to it. Um, overall, like I, like I said, the movie was. It, I know people are gonna hate on it, and there's reasons yeah. to hate, but I don't think it's hate the whole movie about it. No, there, there's, there's some, some there's some, some things to take away from it. Yeah, there's some things that that, that are good in this movie. All right, so let's get into the Nickies. How many Nickies? I'll, I'll start it off. I'll give it. Uh, I want to say. Uh, I'm like leaning on two and a half to three Nickies. So I'll say, t- like you, 2.75. Okay, then I'll match it. Because I was going to say two and a half, but I was like, I did want to say three. Because again, I don't. I, I say two and a half people, but they're going to think, like, oh, this is crap. Like, no. No. 2.75. Yeah, it's it's at the precipice of being decent. Little fell short, but still worth watching. Yeah, it fell short more more spots than 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 most. Yeah, it most. fell short of being a decent movie, but not to the point where I would say it's a bad movie or anything yeah. like that. But definitely, just it's a little, right below decent. That's all it is. It's right below decent. Yeah, right below decent. So two point seven five Nikki's for Kate that is now available on Netflix. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater. A as always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts, or concerns, or any movies or TV shows you want us to review. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Bye.